From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. I am, of course, Jerry Brooks, your baby-faced assassin of freedom, as well as your tour guide through the wackadoodle world of Joe Biden's America. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's definitely going to be a crazy week. I, I just know it. Uh, I mean, if all the stories that I found today, plus given the fact that this is a sort of a special edition because tomorrow is the big day where Donald Trump goes and faces the indictment set against him, which apparently has some 37 counts to it, uh, gets kind of a showdown in Miami. And it, that's going to be a real fun one. But before we get into all the craziness of this brand new week of adventures in prod, podcasting, <laughs> uh, just wanted to let you know that a few things. Uh, number one, uh, yours truly, your baby-faced assassin of freedom, will be guest hosting Wednesday night, 9 p.m. on Rumble uh, live, a show called Heartland Liberty. I've uh, had a chance to get to uh, get to know the producers, uh, Dan Meredith and Scott Monroe, great guys out of Nashville, and they've been very gracious to uh, have me guest host uh, in Dan's absence, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'll be putting uh, that on in blackandright.net, our website. Also, you can check out uh, the website in blackandright.net. Go to our online store. We have new merchandise. Finally, after dealing with all sorts of emergencies and craziness, we finally now have some new merchandise on for sale on our website. Looking forward to that. And, you know, we've got some great patriotic stuff as well. If you want to pick up a little something before the 4th of July uh, for men, for women, and I believe we have things that are available for kids. Uh, all you just have to do is specify, and I'm go and we'll do our best to get you uh, what you're looking for, in the size you're looking for, and the color uh, you're looking for. So we've got that going on right now. Also, uh, we're doing a bit of a fundraiser right now on on the website. Uh, we have uh, the show has an opportunity next month to go down to West Palm Beach for a great event. Uh, put on by Turning Point USA, their Student Action Summit. They're in West Palm Beach. It's going to be a whole bunch of fun. Uh, also, uh, speaking at this particular event will not only be, yes, President Trump, uh, he'll be speaking, but also apparently added as an, a late, um, well, a, sort of an, a late addition, Tucker Carlson, the one and only. That's going to be a crazy rock concert right there because the man is a mega rock star right now. And we're, uh, we're right now in the process of raising about $750 so that we can go. And we were blessed just this morning by a great donor who has paid for one third of that. 
So we have $500 left to goal. So, okay, I think we got all the preliminaries out of the way. And let us get going because we've got a whole lot of work to do and a lot to cover in a short period of time. Well, as I said, tomorrow is the big day in Miami. President Trump will be uh, at federal will be in federal court tonight. He is at his property, uh, Trump Doral, in Miami. That's not too far away from the. Uh, federal courthouse. Oh, excuse me. Oh, mercy. Oh, I just love these allergies. <coughs> anyway, my friends, pardon me. Um, so yes, and there will be Trump supporters uh, protesting peacefully outside, but with reports that I've been getting throughout the day, the Miami police and Homeland Security and whoever else is supposed to handle security for the courthouse, they better be ready because anything really can happen. I've heard reports, though unconfirmed, that you'll have anti-Trumpers, uh, namely Antifa, probably back Black Lives Matter, and others who will be looking to cause trouble. You'll probably could have Fedsurrection 2.0, having plainclothes FBI agents uh, infiltrating the crowd and uh, doing what they do. And, and what's really amazing to me, a January 6th prisoner, and this was in, <clears throat> pardon me, the Gateway Pundit. And it's like, wow, this is pretty crazy. But I, but I understand why. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, let me take a look. I'm trying to find this. But yes, there is a um, report that there would be uh, that this particular January 6th prisoner wrote a letter and gave some advice uh, to these folks. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, that's okay. I, I can't find it. But really, it was to simply warn them to not to engage in any violence, no matter who starts it, because they know, and anybody with half a brain knows, that if there's any violence going on at this protest, the mainstream media will be very quick and very wrong to and to say that it was the Trump supporters. Now, Trump supporters are smart, and they do know after January 6th and other things that, you know, if something happens, they're going to get, they're, they're going to get essentially, they're going to get blamed no matter what. If they started it, yeah. If who, if somebody else started it, you know, it doesn't matter. There are going to be, uh, the blame is going to go straight to the uh, the Trump uh, to the Trump supporters, and on top of that, Trump uh, once again is going to be a busy man, just like he was over the weekend. And believe me, <laughs> it was wild. I it was a late night for me on Saturday. Not only did um, Trump 
make two, two uh, major keynote addresses at two Republican state conventions, one in Georgia uh, in the afternoon, and at night he made another one in North Carolina in Greensboro. So this is going to be just going to be a whole lot of fun. It really is. But man, oh man. So this is going to be really intriguing. So I mean, so after that, after all that he did on uh, Saturday, and now tomorrow he's going to the federal courthouse in Miami to deal with the wackadoodle, politically motivated, pain-in-the-ass indictment by this special uh, prosecutor. And I'm just going, okay, this is going to be a hoot. This was, this, <laughs> this is going to be an absolute hoot. And uh, it's just crazy. Oh, there we go. Oh, there it, there it is. All right. Just taking a look at this. Now, the D.C. Gulag prisoners, who, um, John Mellis was his name, and he wrote this letter, and it was picked up by, uh, by Gateway Pundit, and, oh yeah, this is wild, uh, what he said. And his, his basic message is, do not let any violence occur. Don't allow it. And this is exactly what President Trump has said. Don't, don't get crazy. Don't do anything. Just don't get involved with violence. Don't give the Justice Department uh, any reason to get into their dirty tricks and try to put any of those folks away like they did the folks in J6. So yeah, that's basically what he wanted to say. It's like, just be patriotic, protest, support President Trump peacefully, and in spite of what these morons that are, that are expected to be there, just leave them alone, don't start anything, and no matter what they do, ignore them and don't give in to them because they're going to bait you they're going to bait you. It's going to be like poke, 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 poke. You know, and of course, you know, government operatives could easily be involved. Not that I would be surprised by that. And yeah, BLM, Antifa, you know, they're going to try to start something and cause problems by infiltrating the crowd. This is, ugh. So yeah, so I appreciate, um... You know, that these guys would do that because, hey, we didn't know what we were getting into. Please don't make the same mistakes that we did. And I appreciate, I appreciate that. I, I do. But yeah, it's going to be really intriguing to see what happens. Because now, <laughs> now that we're, the media is so laser focused on Trump's uh, indictment, they're missing all the other things. Let's see, uh, as an example, uh, Senator Chuck Grassley, Republican of Iowa, is revealing foreign, a foreign national in the Biden-Burisma bribe 
apparently made audio recordings of Joe and Hunter, and he kept them as an insurance policy. I'm thinking, okay. Now this is this is definitely interesting, given the fact that last week the FBI finally gave in to let them see to let the House Oversight Committee see the FD 1023 form uh, with this uh, information. And what really cracks me up, uh, <laughs> the, and things that don't make sense. For example, and Byron Don and I and this came from Byron Donalds, a member of the committee, Republican of Florida. Why was a non-classified document made to be read in a skiff, which is a classified compartmentalized secure facility? I'm like, wait a minute, if it's not a it'd be one thing if it was a classified document, but why did members of the committee have to see it and read it, which was redacted like crazy? Why did they have to do it in a skiff? Hmm? I don't know. Well, this is... And I really want to play a little bit of Senator Grassley on this because he's been a tremendous help and an ally to James Comer, his House... Uh, uh, his house counterpart and chair of the committee. So here's a little something, you know, just to make you think, but here's also Senator Grassley who uh, made the revelation saying that the FBI uh, had, there was more there to, than that the I, and well, let's just, I'll just throw it to uh, Senator Grassley. Let me assess for the purposes of more transparency on this subject. The 1023 produced to the House Committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. The 1023 also indicates that then Vice President Joe Biden may have been involved in Burrugia employing Hunter Biden. Based on the facts known to the Congress and the public, it's clear that the Justice Department, the FBI, haven't nearly had the same laser focus on the Biden family. Special Counsel Jack Smith has used a recording against former President Trump. Well, what is U.S. Attorney Weiss doing with respect to these alleged Joe and Hunter Biden recordings that are apparently relevant to the high-stakes bribery scheme? Oh, 
An excellent question, Senator Grassley. We're so dang focused, and the media is helping this, of course, because they are pathetic, predictable, lying piles of cow manure. But we now have the foreign national mentioned in the FBI 1023 form and apparently has audio conversations as insurance pol as an insurance policy but are we digging into that one no we have to stop donald trump you have to stop donald trump in spite of the fact that one you're hypocrites you're liars and you have selective uh selective memory loss because hey hello just because you're focused and the media is focused on going after Trump and watching an exchange earlier today with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and some ditzy blonde from CNN who just wanted, who had an attitude. I said, sister, uh, McCarthy made a pretty good point. Okay, they're so worried about, well, that's not my question. Too bad. Because CNN, in its continuing efforts to be the biggest jerk on the block when it comes to corporate media, these people have hired folks like John Brennan, Greg Clapper as contributors, paying them money when these two clowns were, uh, were part of the 51 signatories on this letter saying that Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation and they damn well knew it was a lie. So frankly, uh, CNN really does has some serious balls to ask Kevin McCarthy about defending Trump when it's credit on credibility uh, for dealing with liars, who, dealing with people who mishandled classified information. Andrew McCabe uh, spent a little time on the net on the corporate media circus as, circuit as a commentator. And he was busted for leaking intelligence, top secret intelligence information. So frankly, CNN and MSLSD and the rest of the corporate media who hired any one of these 51 signatories for this, you really need to sit down, have a Prozac and shut up because you're the ones who've got credibility issues. And I mean serious ones that you hired people and actually put them on your payroll who committed crimes, real crimes, not this 30, now not this, oh, Donald Trump this and Donald Trump that. Frankly, people like you really sicken me and I don't have enough Pepto-Bismol to deal with how sick you've made me to my stomach. So thank you, Senator Grassley. Thank you very much for making this point and frankly this is going to be uh, rather interesting so now after tomorrow and the hearing which is going to be about three o'clock Eastern so yeah so what up so what's going to happen because frankly for all the legal experts I mean the real legal experts I mean people like Mike Davis and Mark Levin the great one who have clearly delineated why the special counsel Jack Smith is wrong and a major league jerk because 
None. This is all politically motivated. You're taking. He's taken statutes like the Espionage Act and trying to morph it into something that it was never intended to be. So I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what the deal is with some of these folks. But so yeah. So we've got all of this going on, and oh, but I'll tell you. The New York Post did some uh, that I appreciated very much because this whole Pride Month thing has now officially gotten into the I really want to puke right now. And, and I'm going to put this on the website. When I see the trans flag being elevated above the American flag, if you, if any of my veteran friends are okay with this, and I'm going to put it on, uh, on the website. I'll be, it'll be probably up tomorrow morning. But yeah, I'd love to hear back from the veterans community, uh, for anyone who's been in law enforcement and whatnot, because this is sick. This whole pride thing has now gotten so weird and so messed up. I just absolutely want to puke. Now, interestingly enough, for my Catholic friends, June traditionally has been the month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Now, I don't understand all of the traditions because I'm not Catholic, but it sure ain't it sure ain't gay pride. Heck, my pride my pride flag consists of 50 stars and 13 stripes. That's my pride flag because I am an American. I'm totally cool with it. And I am a pretty happy guy. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I am a very happy guy. And I'm going to be, for my Catholic friends, I'm going to be putting this out on uh, social media, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, True Social, Getter, because I would love to see... Um, what happens here as so I'd love to get your input and and someone who isn't Catholic uh, I'd love to you know learn about this because I think it's pretty cool but it's not gay pride you know, and the and for for Biden to have the unmitigated gall to take this big old flag put it right in between Two American flags. I mean, it's disgusting and it's abomination. Number one, but number two, and I appreciate you. Thank you, Tom Fitton and Judicial Watch. They've called Biden and the White House out because it is a violation of of the American uh, of the flag code, which is law, federal statute, baby. At the American flag cannot and must never be subservient to any other flag. Not a state flag, not a pride flag, nothing. And yes, and I, and, and I hope they do something, you know, to just call them out on it because I cannot even begin to count how many of our veterans and first responders are pissed 
I'm, I mean, thoroughly pissed off. Sorry for the, sorry for the spicy language, but it's late and I don't feel particularly like being all that diplomatic. I really don't, but it's been pretty amazing. Um, it, it, so yeah, this is just really weird. Just really, really weird uh, seeing all this. So I don't know. I, I can't even begin to really describe what I've been going through for the last about 36 hours. Or actually more like 48. But my friends, when it comes to this whole pride mess, I'm just amazed. Um, I'm, I'm thoroughly amazed. Because I heard a message on Sunday when I was at church about the world systems. This is the economic system, the world political system, uh, education system. I mean, my gosh, here in America, we've, we're a mess all across the board. But to my brothers and sisters in Christ, I, I had to give them a little bit of tough love in a recent broadcast that I had, we have, if we're not willing to understand a few things, we're never going to see any real change. We're never going to see it because every person who was sitting in church, uh, Protestants, Catholics, what have you, do you realize that your tax money by this government is financing the tyranny they are inflicting upon you. The 87,000 IRS agents, the weaponized Justice Department, the weaponized FBI, going after parents who go to school board meetings and disagree. I mean, it's does that not make you angry that your money, your tax money, is financing the evil that is being inflicted upon you and your kids. That absolutely blows my mind. And I know I shouldn't really be getting into this, but there's a point here. There's a very, very salient point. If you're not willing to confront evil as the church is really called to, to stand up for righteousness, confront evil, <clears throat> excuse me, then what are we going to do? Because, hey, those taxes that you pay are confiscatory. And does not it come to a point where you just, when is, it, when is enough enough? When is enough enough? When does it come to a point where, oh, well, I can't really do anything. Really? So, you're going to roll over, play dead, get your belly rub like a puppy, and your money's going to continue to go after you, to erode your religious liberties, to break the government and just go in and just tell you, you know, what you have to do. And forcing the, this, I guess, and I love what Charlie Kirk of, 
Turning Point USA called it. It's the religion of tolerance. Yes, the religion of tolerance that you, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Godly family or couple, you have to accept. You better accept this LGBT and CRT and all this other crud. And if you got kids, oh yeah, you better, they're going to go right behind your back and tell you, mom and dad, that you're evil, you're terrible, you won't bow to the knee of the uh, acti al alphabet activists. And so therefore, you're into hate speech, you're a homophobe, you're a transphobe, you're this kind of phobe and that kind of phobe. And it gets to a point where it, I just go, oh my gosh, seriously? I, if anybody told that to me, I pretty much would, I mean, I wouldn't hit them unless they got really stupid and took a swing at me. But I would pretty much tell them, uh, take your perversion, take your evil, and just sit down, have a cookie, and shut up. Because I am not going to be told by a bunch of people who are just off into all kinds of perversions and evils. I said, no. Uh, you can pretty much go home, leave me alone, and if you're upset with what I just did, well, you're just upset with what I just did. I have no time for foolishness or to indulge anyone's uh, perversion or mental illness or anything else that's related to it. And, and people look at me like, and especially the church folks look at me like, what are you doing? I said, simple, speaking the truth. Just speaking the truth. Well, you're supposed to speak the truth in love. So, yeah, I do. I, I speak the truth. I spoke the truth in love because I love God and I love my country. In God I trust, Trump is second. But anything else, if it doesn't line up with my convictions and my beliefs, I said, no, sorry, ain't going to happen. You know? If you want to kill me, knock yourself out. Death. Been there. Done that. And I certainly have no fear of any... You know, I have no fear of man. God, my, my mother, and my grandmother are the only three people in my life that I ever feared. That's it. Anybody else? You are a piss poor way down, way, way down on the list. So... Yep, that's what I do. And tomorrow it's going to be real interesting to see if we're going to have the if we're going to have some type of Fed surrection 2.0. And the city of Miami, you better be ready. Get the get the barricades out. Get uh get the local police, the county sheriff's office, whoever you need to because I'll guarantee you there's going to be too much opportunity for something to go seriously wrong. And when President Trump is done, he's going back to his property in Bedminster, New Jersey, and he's going to be at a fundraiser giving a speech, and he will be addressing the American people tomorrow night. Now, this is a guy who makes the Energizer Bunny look like a wimp. And so, once again, every time, and, and the left does not get it, they never will get it, Every time you go after Trump, every wackadoodle false indictment or whatever to engage in lawfare 
And we still have the idiot in Atlanta to uh, come out. I don't know what this woman's going to do, but if a federal special counsel can't get the job done, uh, what makes you think you can? Just to give you a little something to think about. But yeah, this is ridiculous. And so uh, tomorrow is going to be a very interesting, if not educational day. And I'm looking forward to it. And with that in mind, my friends, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to call it a day today. And as always, you know, check us out in blackandright.net or just send us an email in blackandright at gmail.com or just tell your friends about the podcast. We are on all podcast platforms, big, small, and in between. And spread the word. We're looking to grow and we've had all and we're getting more and more opportunities all the time. And with that, take care God take care my friends, God bless and always remember that patriots come in all colors.